Gen Divide is the best podcast on the planet. Just sit back and relax. Enjoy it, dang it. Gen Divide, such a cool idea um, to have grandfather and granddaughter doing a podcast. I'll have to check it out. Welcome to the 31st episode of the Gen Divide podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott. And I'm your other host, Grace. And we are joined in the Gen Divide studios by none other than Derek, the movie genius. Hey, what's hey. up, everybody? And we are not doing the Breakfast Club movie review that nope. we've been teasing for two months. <laughs> We're putting that off again. Derek needs to borrow the, the DVD. Grace uh, <laughs> smashed it when I walked in the door. She's like, scream, oh yeah, smash. Yeah, take this. Take I'm this. I'm only into horror films. <laughs> yep. Hello, Derek. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the kind of vibe I got. Uh, I didn't need the uh, knife that uh, she was holding either. No, no. Uh, that scared me a little bit. It was funny. Just for everyone else's entertainment, mm-hmm. when Derek got here, he knocked at the door. Mm-hmm. Grace and I had just finished Scream moments before, and Grace didn't want to go answer the door to no. let Derek in. No, I didn't. <laughs> Derek didn't want to stay outside in the dark either. <laughs> Derek, if that's you, there's a microphone behind the... Mm-hmm. Behind the bush. I almost texted you guys, help me, I'm scared. Oh my gosh. Could have been bad news. So we are doing the movie review for Scream. If you didn't listen to the last episode where uh, Skeet Ulrich or Ulrich somehow we came up. Uh, we still don't know how Dang to pronounce it. it, but he came up and somehow that stumbled us onto Scream. Mm-hmm. And about an hour and 53 minutes ago, Grace thought, how did I get myself into this? Yeah, I was regretting it. Immediately. No. Immediately. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like scary movies. No. And when I brought this up, I was really thinking, we're probably not going to do it. And then when we watched the trailer, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be that bad. That wasn't even okay. scary. This and makes then, sense. And then I got... <laughs> because <laughs> the group text, you went, is that the movie you would have chosen? And I yeah. have a feeling now that you were trying to get me to be like, oh, no, I don't want to do that no. movie. No, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. No. We're going to do Breakfast Club. That's what we plan. Yeah. No, of course, I no. was like, that's a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Well... I'll say it wasn't that bad. Down, just like the breakfast club. Uh, TBT. Dang Why did he it. do this? <laughs> dang it! <laughs> so hold on though, just for some clarification on that, Derek. If we had said this doesn't count as your turn, but you get to pick, and it needs to be a horror movie in the in the spirit of tomorrow is Halloween, mm-hmm. what would you have picked? With no, you know. I probably would have been a little gun-shy to pick this one. So, hold on. Was Skeet Ulrich leaving Riverdale on your radar? Uh, I believe I had stumbled across that. So, he was on your mind already. Already. Uh, (laughs) Yes. He found his way there. Yes. I took my Riverdale DVDs and threw them down and smashed those (laughs) when I heard that he was leaving the show. He's leaving. I am a... um, What's the actress's name that's on that show? Lily Reinhardt. Lily Reinhardt. Have you seen mm. Chemical Hearts? Mm, no. Okay. No. Have she you needs seen Chemical to? Hearts. Is that what you were? Would Is have that what you watched? That's the new one on Amazon that she like produced. She's really mm-hmm. good. Really, I was really uh, charmed. I've awesome. got a confession to make on Skeet Ulrich. 
Is All it right. Ulrich or I believe Ulrich? it's I think it's Rick. I think okay. It's okay. Ulrich. When we when Grace told me Skeet Ulrich mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. leaving Riverdale, Riverdale, I knew that he was in Scream. Yes. But I thought Matthew Lillard was Skeet Ulrich because <laughs> that dude looks like his name should be Skeet. It does. And then also, two minutes into Matthew Lillard's uh, appearance, first appearance in the show, all mm. I wrote down was Skeet equals Scooby Doo. Because isn't okay. Matthew Lillard Scooby Doo? Yes. <laughs> He's uh, uh, Shaggy, right? I feel like there were a lot of scenes in this movie where he was auditioning mm. for Scooby Doo before he, he, oh, he totally. was even, you know. Totally. On, mm-hmm. on the map. Totally. The, uh, but somehow Skeet Ulrich got us there. And mm-hmm. the, all, this, all this time, like I told you, I thought he was just a, a poor man's Johnny Depp, basically, and no one really knew his name. No. He definitely burned hot when we looked at his IMDb. Yeah. He had like mm-hmm. four or five really good years, and it was pretty much TV after that. And now he's settled into Riverdale, and he's well, leaving. not he's, anymore. He's out. He, is he a dad or something? In River- like, is he playing his age? Yeah. Or does he still look exactly like no. that? <laughs> no. Hold on a He's... second. Is he playing his age? What does that mean? I don't <laughs> like, know. Like, I thought he, Riverdale was he, only about high school kids. Is he kids. dating Lily Reinhardt in the show? Is that what you're asking? I don't know who Lily Reinhardt is either. He, uh, no. Absolute fail It's here. like when, like, Ralph Macchio was 33 as the Karate Kid. Yes. Is that what you're basically yeah, asking? that's it. <laughs> no, he is actually the dad of Cole Sprouse, mm. one of our favorite what? Sprouse twins on what? the show. Yes. Ske- oh, not, not in real life. Skeet Ulrich on... in the top two of my Sprouse twins. So Sweet Life on Deck <laughs> on... is on Riverdale? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's all like coming full covered, circle. I feel like we've covered this. I probably was tuning time. it out. Never... Dylan, remember we had a Dylan Sprouse segment? Me and you were talking about one of the Sprouse twins, maybe both of them. Yeah. And he had no idea what Mm-mm. we were talking no about. Clue. No clue. Just played along, we, though. Yeah. Who did you think that I we were talking about? I thought they were like about? the Whipkin, Ripkin brothers or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good comparison. Yeah. It's the first time the Ripkin brothers have been compared to the yes. Sprouse twins. Yes. Do you know who the Ripkin brothers are? Okay. No. That's, yes. oh, no. Good. This is the perfect analogy <laughs> then. That's what I should have been like. Do you even know about Billy and Cal? But still, I, I still played along. I was laughing. Yeah. Yes, I think it was funny hardy, either hardy, way. Hard. We need a sympathy. It was still funny. We need sympathy laughed. Well, tonight, laughter. after the podcast now, we're going to watch a documentary on the Ripkin brothers. Yep. Oh, gosh. And you're going to love it. All right. So before we get into the movie, into the movie... Do we have any any house cleaning we need to do on? I have a couple of quick your criticisms of recent episodes or anything. Mm-hmm. No, 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 Good. no. no I've enjoyed the recent. I enjoy the morning episodes a lot. Wait awesome. till you hear what we do with Guns and Roses. Have you already? Done no, it? we're about no. to. You know, Brian's <laughs> joining us for yes. that. Brian Keener. Yes, he'll Guns be and Roses extraordinaire. I've already filed my complaint that "Use Your Illusion" was not one of the albums. Actually, mm-hmm. both albums. She should have been forced to listen to both albums. Yeah, and we 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 you know this time we also swam through the music videos. We meant to do that on that the last is one. That's really forgot. why. Because November those, Rain? Oh, my yeah, gosh. right? Some of those and, music videos are just but epic. watch any of the music videos from Appetite for Destruction, and that's the Guns N' Roses we're talking about yeah. in this episode. <laughs> yeah. They were still a big hair band. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Hadn't totally. gone, he hadn't started like, flat ironing his hair all the time. Have you, uh, uh, did you watch the videos, Grace? Of Guns yeah. N' Roses? Guns N' Roses? Yeah. Yes. Have you all yes. watched any current videos of... 
Axel. We did. Yeah. We did. <laughs> we did Just, some research. Did you looked into that. See any of the ones where Axel gets like a third of the way through the song and then he like doubles over and has to like take deep breaths? Oh my no, gosh! He's no, like we didn't get pounds overweight and he's still trying to sashay up there. <laughs> oh I would totally gosh. buy it though. I would believe oh my it. Gosh. Some of those YouTube videos are epic. Yes. of him like on stage in like Las Vegas. Really, really trying hard to recapture that old Jeez. magic. We first just went That's to some interviews sad. that he was on, remember? And they were yes. like from 2018. Mm-hmm. But it was just so alarming. I had not looked that up at all. I had no mm-hmm. clue. I mean, I kind of would have expected something similar, I mm-hmm. guess, but did not age well. No, I think there no. was some pretty hard living. The thing about Axel, though, at that time was uh, the... Um, uh, he dated like exclusively like models yeah. and actresses and like really went hard. A-listers. A-listers, yes. yeah, yeah. And you were just kind of like, it was just, I guess, part of the time, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, so one of the, we also watched like a little 20-minute, it was, yeah, it sounded like, like the guy that, uh, what's the Robin, the guy, that, something about billionaires, you know, he would always, Lifestyles are Rich and uh, um, or whatever, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Just this like English that. guy. Yes, it sounded like him narrating this 20-minute thing about Axl Rose. And at one point, it spins... All right, if the whole thing's 20 minutes, there's a three-and-a-half-minute portion only dedicated to Axl's love life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just one either big time star <laughs> yeah, or Robin they, Leach. Yeah, Robin Leach or a model you've never heard of. But I mean, they, you would just look at her and be like, how does that work? They're all taller than yeah. him. And they didn't go in order. And it was kind of alarming. Yeah, it was alarming. It wasn't yeah. a very well done job by <laughs> no. Robin Leach or the no. fake Robin Leach, but nonetheless. Those were like uh, Rich and Famous would come on at like one thirty in the morning after Saturday Night Live. Yes. And if you really got bored and you really had some caffeine and some energy, you would like hang around and you go, could ju- I, I guess I'll watch this. The voice was oh a God. little like hypnotizing, maybe, you know? Just it the was, entire it was, thing. It was also just the excess. Yes. Like who needs a 300-foot yacht Axel Rose in it in a movie mm-hmm. theater? Axel Rose. Axel Rose. Excess. Excess. Jerry Jones. So we've got that coming still. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so, uh, I went to, uh, Colorado. I told you guys, I think one of these stories, but not the other one. So I'm going to tell both stories. Okay. So I went to Colorado for a week with Nikki and, uh, we went to, we started in downtown Denver. Lovely. And, uh, wore my rad racing t-shirt <laughs> out, uh, out and about. And we had pulled up to pick up some food. I got my rad racing, and to preface that, you had for rad had given us rad racing shirts. Yes, red red racing shirts from the movie. Yeah, from the movie. So, so we were I part would, of the team. I went in and picked up my food. I come out. I'm walking down the sidewalk back to the car because we had to park a far way. So it's probably like a good hundred yards. I'm having to walk. And uh, like Axl Rose, I doubled over in the middle of it and started breathing hard. <laughs> and there is this younger couple. Well, I say younger couple, probably maybe our age, around our age, maybe a little younger. And they're pushing a stroller. And the guy taps his wife, kind of nudges her and points at me. I'm probably 50 yards at this point. Okay. Points mm-hmm. at me and starts to laugh. And the mm-hmm. wife looks up, looks at me and starts to laugh. People la- pointing and laughing at me, not... Not Never to, a reassuring no. feel. Well, I, I'm I used to it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. And 
So it took me a, a good like second and a half to realize that they were talking about my shirt. So we crossed paths, and the guy said, because I kind of gave like a weird look. Of course, we're all wearing masks, so it's just mm-hmm. eyes. You have yeah. to really like you know blow <laughs> your eyes it. up. And uh, I said the shirt, and he said, "Yeah, the shirt." And I was like, "I've worn this for a couple of months now. You're the first people to notice this. Thank you." So I got noticed awesome. on the street nice. in Denver. And then the second one, little couple of days later, I was wearing the Go Balls Out shirt yeah. <laughs> with Skinhead the Cop on it <laughs> from the movie Rad. Oh. And there was this young man who was checking us out because we needed some water or something. And he looked at my shirt and he cocked his head kind of to the side and he went, kind of like whispered, he went, Go Balls Out? <laughs> <laughs> and Nikki was there with me and I started to laugh and I said, it's from a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to explain Rad to this young man because he was mm-hmm. like 19, 20. And I said, it's a... It's a <laughs> I, said, I said, it's a BMX movie from 1985 mm-hmm. and you could see his eyes roll back into his head like just disengaged immediately. Oh. He's like, yeah. He looks at me and he goes... I was born in 1999. <laughs> I was and like, well, you can watch movies before. You can still, get this. You can still yeah. do that. But uh, that was the two times I got recognized in Colorado because of the Rad Church. Uh, Colorado. Rad Shout out to Colorado. But yeah. All our fans. <laughs> all of our fans in Colorado. <laughs> all of your fans in Colorado. That's what I should have plugged. We need cards yeah. or CDs or something. <laughs> uh, flash drives. <laughs> Flash drives um, with every episode on it. So the big news, though, is, and I sent this to you guys, November 10th, a Tuesday night yes. at 9.15 p.m. in Dallas, Bill Allen, friend of the pod, Bill Allen, yeah, had a cameo from Bill mm-hmm. Allen. Yes. Close yes. friends. I think he's we gonna, have to go. He's going to be in Dallas to do a drive-in of Rad. When do they sell tickets? Or have we uh, I think this? they've already started. I don't even know what they've got any left. Really? It was limited to 35 cars. 35? Oh. It was like 15 bucks a piece. So it's like... We need to try and book this. Surely he's going to sell like mm. autograph stuff, don't you think? Probably. Probably. I, need, I need like a poster or something, yes. Bill Allen. I would really Bill like Bill Allen, a if you're listening Please. to this, bring posters. We we'll know play, you're a big we'll play fan. Your, we'll play your cameo again if you listen and bring posters. We'll play your... I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll buy another cameo <laughs> yeah. so you can ignore half of what I wrote, yeah. Bill Allen. Don't think that we don't know what you did, Bill Allen. We know. Took we the know. easy way out, Bill. We know, Bill. Uh, That's all I got. Yeah, we need to book that. Mm-hmm. For real. Right? Don't we have to do that? Uh, yeah, I think I so. I would love to go watch that. I mean, we're, yeah. we're only like 11 days away from this. I just didn't this. know if, because uh, the movie's at 9.15, yeah. 10.45, on a school night, Scott, Whatever. Whatever. That, means that means you're home at like 12, 15, 12.30. At best. At best. We'll, we'll probably go to IHOP. Yeah. So it's like 1.30. One IHOP. Grace, what do you think? You in? Yeah. No cross country that morning, Grace, right? do you think you no. can stay awake? Yes. Oh, definitely. I think so. Definitely. And I can sleep until like 9. We'll just slam a bunch probably. of Red Bulls around 8. Yeah. And we'll be yes. good to go. Ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. So it's a car. It's a car. Yeah. I don't know what the situation is. Like if you can pull into the space and then like pull your chairs out yeah. and watch the movie. I would assume it's something like that. I bet like it that. is. Yeah. Kind of like that concert. Yeah. 
What was our boy's I've never name? Never fully. I do. You're playing golf, right? You play golf. Yes. I have a golf, a just super fast golf story. This okay. happened okay. to me a few days ago, and it's weird, and I want to share it with people because I haven't told anybody. But um, I went and got my clubs regripped at Dick's Sporting Goods. I won't tell you where because I don't want to point out the individual that I'm about to tell the story about. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he probably listens to the pod too. Everybody probably. listens. And I went and got my clubs regripped, and they've got a little wall with like 12 different grips. So you go through, mm-hmm. and he like kind of explained every grip to us. So it's an older guy, kind of kind of larger, kind of a portly guy, but like definitely in the twilight of life, probably yeah. like late 60s, early 70s. Okay. So we go through, and I pick my grips out, and we go back to the to the table, to the desk area, and he starts showing me like the grips that he's done recently as if I would care. Like I've paid you and I, and I mm-hmm. picked my grips out, just grip, grip yeah, clubs. Thank you, it. sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And he looks over and he points to some purple ones and he goes, I am about to regrip a girl who's playing uh, college golf at TCU. And I went, Oh wow, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then there was this long pause and he goes, boy, if I had to do it all over again, I'll tell you what I would do. I'd have taken care of my body. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say at all. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there. I, I can leave. I got the receipt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do mm-hmm. with that. Uh, no. Like it was no. deeply, it was a deeply yeah. personal yes. thing to say he's, to a stranger. He's trying yes. to get you to engage at that point. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, yeah, but what's the response there? Yeah, I know what you mean, brother. Yeah, that's what yeah. Would, right. you have yeah, to go with something like that. I know that. that's what I did. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I got to go. You're telling me. Let me take your picture. <laughs> Good luck. Do you want to come on a podcast? We'll talk about diet and we'll scare we'll have some bunch That should of, be the thing. We'll have a bunch of college kids in there and scare them straight. That needs to become Keep a your challenge. body, kids. At some point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I got. Awesome. I'm ready to talk about the movie. Unless y'all are ready to stop. No, no, no. Let's keep going. Um, Let's jump right into it. So one of the things that I think is probably... Some of this as I was watching it. One, I think it aged very well. I think it's still Mm -hmm. good. Uh, I had forgotten parts of this, including the ending, because I probably haven't watched it since the late 90s. But there were a few things I thought as we went that I was like, this is going over Grace's... Like One of the things I think... That probably was over Grace's head, or not over her head, but just that you weren't in the time, mm-hmm. was the whole trick of having Drew Barrymore cast in the film and, and on the poster and everything. Because at the time, wouldn't she have been the biggest star? Absolutely. Uh, bigger than Nev Campbell, bigger than Skeet Skeet. I was thinking, like, who mm-hmm. could be somebody... That who's and I was the, like, who was who's the equivalent? Because she was in the uh, promotional material. She's on the poster. Yeah. She was in the. She's credited. She's in the commercials. Well, like, the trailer is mostly her, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they even just did a teaser of that opening scene. Yes. Uh, that was like thirty seconds long, but. Um, I just think that the first like the first scene is such a home run. It still plays. Like, it does. even today, it still plays. It does. What uh, did you think of the opening scene? Were you... Let me ask this. After you watched the opening scene or during the opening scene, at any point, mm-hmm. were you ready to shut it down? Did you look at your father 
and say yes. enough. I was definitely ready to shut it down. That was that might have been the scariest part of the whole movie. Maybe. Yeah, I don't, there was definitely some other scenes late in the thing, but I think you're so settled into it. And it's so kind of alarming yeah. in the way he's doing it, like where he can see her and she yes, can't see him. That's it's a little scary. Terrifying. And it hasn't gotten to the and kind it, of the, none yeah. of the fun characters like Dewey well, and them have been introduced yet. They right. kind of bring them and more lighthearted. So you're sitting there thinking the whole time, and I think this is part of the charm of the movie. You're thinking the whole time that Drew Barrymore is going to make it. Yeah. That she's mm-hmm. going to somehow wriggle herself out of this. And then when he catches her as they're running and he stabs her. Yes. Like, I have I have a pretty good story about seeing this for the first time. We can talk about that later. But I remember a large, like, just the the shock that the registered over. Yeah. Yes, the mm-hmm. gas. But, deal. but. Well, and that that's kind of what I was thinking was just like, that was such a shock. I can remember that very well, too. Um, the scenes I really remember, I mean... They, they stuck in that whole opening credits, even to the point when she's running to the stairs. She's already been stabbed a couple times, and he yeah. basically grabs her again right before yeah. she gets mm-hmm. to her parents or whatever. Right. I could remember everything up to that point, and um, I just remember, you're exactly right, just the shock of, oh my gosh, they just killed off the biggest well, wow. star they it's had. The, it's the, <laughs> the violence. I mean, like the, the violence is graphic in that, and it's hard. Yeah. Uh, the boyfriend, what happens to the boyfriend in the backyard. Yes. And then what happens to her. Mm-hmm. Like That was the it thing. It really, I mean, no pun intended, yeah. goes for the throat. So just to set the scene in the Hyler house a little here, we had waited for Amy mm-hmm. to get home with dinner. Whataburger. Gotcha. Whataburger and chicken wings. So she gets here. Oh, man. And we are a sitting. Two, a twofer? <laughs> no. I had chicken wings. They had Whataburger. Amy had chicken wings. But anyway, so... We're sitting down, we hit play, and it gets right to it. Oh, yeah. You know, and I mean, and so we are all taking bites of our our saucy red chicken wings and <laughs> dipping into ketchup <laughs> when you see the boyfriend's intestines hanging out of his Gosh. stomach in the backyard. Yeah. Dylan just stops and mm-hmm. looks at me with like, mm-hmm. the, it wasn't even like a, uh, it was like looking at me like, you are the most what? irresponsible father. Yeah. I am a child. You are supposed to protect me from this. What are you subjecting me to right now? <laughs> Just trying to enjoy my chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole scene, I mean, and you're right, that is the most yeah. like um, uh, heroin. I don't know what the word is there, but I mean, it's just intense the whole time. And then I think as you get to know some of the other characters, it becomes more lighthearted. Even though that mm-hmm. the scene at the or all the scenes kind of surrounding the house at the end are just as crazy, sure. But they're kind of funny in oh, some yeah. some well, aspects. Yeah. I know because, we'll definitely talk about like the humor, yeah, of it. But like the first, the first like fifteen minutes, it was just it's just it's just relentless, and I think it's really structured well. Uh, one of the questions I did have for you guys was, uh, Grace, you're at home and somebody calls. Not that we have home phones anymore. Are you as friendly as Drew Barrymore to a creepy, deep voice guy who just wants to know what you're doing on a Friday night? (laughs) What's your name? Do you like scary movies, Grace? No, I hate scary movies, so I'm hanging up. Question, here's another tangent. Let's say that it's not a homicidal killer on the other end of the phone, and Mm -hmm. it's just a normal guy. Does Drew Barrymore go out with him? Yeah, I think she was going to. I think she was going to. 
Or no, I think she was just doing it because it's like, oh, well, whatever. She didn't have a boyfriend until things got really serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's oh. true. That's exactly she right. She's just like, I'm mm-hmm. up for some flirting on the phone. And yeah. he knew, he knew the whole her. time, obviously, because yeah. he had the boyfriend mm-hmm. strapped in the backyard. Oh, yeah. Oh, just waiting. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It was oh. such a great scene. All of that's really, really good. And I think it's better. I think now, Grace, when you rewatch this tomorrow morning, that no, no, you will when you watch all four back to back to back to back. You will think that first scene is a little better uh, now, maybe more, oh, more digestible. Not. Probably, that's probably a, not. Maybe a bad term, yeah. And and <laughs> um, I at one point Grace was like saying, Well, like she, I think she was trying to decide who's gonna live. Based off of maybe on Amazon Prime, how you see Scream 2, 3, and 4, yeah. and like who's on the posters or whatever, you know? I didn't look. You right. weren't looking for that? Mm-mm. Because like right off the bat, I felt like they thought it was Skeet, you know? Like early I in the movie. Didn't. Or no, Dylan that, that was, was all Dylan. Skeet. I was like, no. Well, I mean, no. they do lead you there. Yes. I mean, they have what are, you the, know, they're what are called red herrings, basically, yes. where they try to string you into one direction. And that's mm-hmm. to go back to the opening scene and tie all this together. I think that's what makes the movie so much fun is is that if you did have a an encyclopedia knowledge encyclopedic knowledge of scary movies through the seventies and eighties, like that movie was based on all the rules and we can talk about the rules scene, but that was literally the movie is based on yeah. all the rules that were set forth by those movies and then this movie just goes and breaks all of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was And then also gives like some homages like you know, this is psycho. This is yes, Alfred Hitchcock's yeah. psycho. I like that. The the um I think Grace took that opening scene and just thought it was going to be an hour and fifty minutes of nothing but that. Because yeah. in the very next scene when Skeet Skeet's coming through the uh-huh. window at Sydney's house. Mm-hmm. And um, then he- she thought she said, "No, she's going to make him go back outside, and then he's going to do the exact same thing to her." Yeah, like she thought, <laughs> yeah, like, he's going to kill. Skeet. I was like, "No, he's going and like Skeet's going to go out that window. He's going to get taken, strapped to a chair, and then she's going to get a phone all call. over again. We're going to do this yeah. for an hour you, and fifty minutes. Every five minutes, a yeah, new couple. Exactly. It's just, well, just it's because just 12, of that, it's like tw- I was like, they're perfectly setting it up for this." <laughs> um. Did you, uh, back to my original question, uh, before I forget, did you honestly think about bailing after the end of the first scene? Mm. Or were you pretty much like, no, I'll just keep, I'll keep going. Yeah. I was like, I, I'll keep going. Cause what were we going to, I don't know. We're podcasting we're about podcasting it. We're podcasting You would just be it. sitting there. So you yeah. just did it for the podcast, yes. basically. Yeah. If yes. you were watching this. What a champ. If your dad yeah. had said, we're just going to watch Scream with Noah, would you mm-hmm. have said, I'm out? Yeah, I would have bailed within the first, like, two minutes. Yeah, no doubt. Dylan did yeah. bail. Dylan did. She's like, I cut my chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I'm out of Bye. here. Bye. Uh, so can I tell a quick story? Do it. Mm-hmm. So I went, uh, I saw this movie in the theater opening weekend, and I went on kind of a uh, semi-date, shall we say, uh, with a lady my own age, and we sat in the back of the theater, and she kind of told me beforehand, she was like, I'm not into scary movies at all. And I was like, oh, well, no. I'm not really either. <laughs> so, but this, like, everybody's bail? talking about this movie. Yeah, so that's the same story here. So, two minutes into the opening scene, I look over, and her head is in her hands. 
And I mm-hmm. am I am mm-hmm. gripped in ways that I've never been gripped before by a movie. I'm just like, I'm in. Yes. Let's do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I look over and she's got her hands, her head is just buried in her hands. And I was like, oh, it's like this is not mm-hmm. good. So I was like, okay, let's just wait until the credits and then we'll reassess, right? So the the scene just keeps ratcheting up, right? Yeah. So I'm even more involved. I keep looking over. N- her, her head is not moved. It's just, <laughs> it's just oh, hands no. over the face, buried down. Right. Oh, so the scene ends, and I look over, and she goes, "I can't, I can't do this. You got to give me the keys." Oh my! And oh. I was like, "Should I get up and no. go out with her? This is Skeet Ulrich, or should I <laughs> just sit here and kind of be like I'm probably gonna have to pay for this later? And she just looked at me. And she went, "It's okay. You just enjoy the movie. You seem like you're into Aww. it." Give me the keys. Mm. And we were over in Louisville, so there's like a mall. Um. So I said to her, go enjoy the mall. And yeah. I handed her. <laughs> go, go get yourself an Orange Julius. Hey, Maybe get you- some glamour shots. <laughs> hey, have you heard of Dippin' Dots? It's the ice cream of the future. <laughs> and I handed her the keys, and she left. And an hour and a half later, I emerged from the darkness mm-hmm. just ready to on chair does mm-hmm. and she was just sitting there in the just car sitting there in the car in the car like she was just done with her dipping dots yeah yeah <laughs> done with her dipping dots and her glamour <laughs> shots <laughs> had the big curls in do you know what glamour shots are Grace? yes okay yes. do you think she's watched it ever i doubt it yeah. i doubt it you know i was the same way i hated scary movies i was just yeah. not a big fan at all and i just remember being sold very quickly like people that went and saw it that first night or two and saying you have to go you have to go and then loving it for right. sure, and like and that's also you know, like, is that a movie? Looking back, is that a movie that would? How would that play now? You know, yeah. Pre, I won't mm-hmm. say pre-pandemic, but like, how long does that twist last? Yes, on, it doesn't. It doesn't last the doesn't. first night, right? No. You're seeing footage of it on Twitter that night. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and that's just going to be the big spoiler that everybody. So how do they overcome that? How do you overcome that now? You can't, right? I don't think you can. Mm -hmm. No. And not that that necessarily takes away from the experience. I mean, some people like it, some people don't. Like, I I think I've just kind of grown to know that that's just part of the the game now. Dodge it as much as you can. Like Skeet Ulrich. I have not watched uh, uh, Riverdale, but now Mm -hmm. I know he's going to leave the show, so I probably won't watch it, Skeet. Way to go. Gosh, Skeet. Cole Sprouse is still in it. I'm going to watch it. I want to watch just some scenes with Skeet to see if he acts the exact same way. Okay. The only... Uh, what we if were talking just, about... What if like, his daughter's name in the show is like April or something? He keeps referring to her as Sydney, and then yes. he just keeps telling the kids he was in Scream. <laughs> I was in Scream. <laughs> hey, Cole, Dylan, whichever one you Cole, are. Cole, Dylan, you were on Disney? Well, guess what? I was in an international Scream. blockbuster. Yeah, sweet life oh on that, gosh. kid. After... It was announced that he was leaving. He went. He did like an Instagram live, and he was intoxicated. It was pretty clear. And he was just like sitting in his hot tub, and he was really kind of like throwing shade at the show a little bit. I think his direct quote for why he was leaving is, he got bored creatively. So basically he was like, guys, I was on Scream, this Riverdale stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is not enough guys. for me. I have acted Question. with David Arquette. Is Skeet Ulrich... On cameo, yes, I'll say yes, and I'll say 
millions of dollars. Mm, I'm going to say $800. Trying to have a trick question. He was on Cameo, but now he is taking a temporary break. He does have 45 five-star reviews, though. Oh, wow. So he does it right. He does it right. He's no Bill Allen. He's... (laughs) (laughs) What? Bill Allen. Bill Allen. He's much more of a rye bread than a Bill Allen. I'm watching you, Bill Allen. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's going to happen Tuesday night. We're going to go see Bill Allen. I'm just going to cost him for his cameo. They didn't read the (laughs) 400-word essay I left for him. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Uh, To the movie. Back to it. Okay, so... Now, here's another question I have that I know you're going to know the answer to because you're the movie genius. And I don't, I'm not good with time, but this was mm-hmm. 1996. Where was that in the arc of the Courtney Cox Friends career? So she was two years. We're gonna, I was going to talk about this. She's two years into Friends. Two years. Yeah. Early. Okay. And I think that was one of the appeal uh, for her, the appeal of doing this movie was that she gets to be the opposite of Monica. Mm-hmm. I like it. And another thing, too, is uh, in that time frame, how... Uh, I don't want to say important, but how upfront tabloid TV was. There were a ton of tabloid TV shows. Yeah. I now I feel like everything's under the TMZ umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. But back then, what the the actress she played, there were dozens of those shows. You mean with Mon- as Monica? No, no, I mean like tabloid TV. Like okay. her character, Gail Weathers, is a tabloid TV. Ah, uh, yes, I got you now. I'm sorry. She writes sorry. cheesy books. Yeah. You know, and yeah. she's got her own little, you know. Business, yeah, and uh, back then in that time frame, that was that was a big deal. Tabloid yeah. TV was. Now I think it's all TMZ under the TMZ umbrella, don't you think? I would assume so. Yeah, everything kind of falls under that. What about Nev Campbell? Where was the, where does this fall for Party her? Of five. I think she was still doing the show. Greatest hit. Uh, is this her? Is this what do we call it? Her peak. Ma- is, yeah, peak. is this her peak? This is definitely Nev Campbell's peak. Yeah. Party of Five was big, though. Mm-hmm. I never saw it. I I didn't really understand the news reporter thing. I was very shocked. Or maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention, but I was very shocked when uh, Gail got punched in the face. Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand what was going on. I think a few times early when we didn't have the volume turned up enough because it was loud in the scary parts, so then we couldn't hear when they were just talking. And I must have missed the major points. It's disappointing. Where yeah, where she yeah. was writing a book. I think she's blaming you, Dad. Yeah, no. We both yeah. were saying, turn it up. No, I Dylan didn't say wouldn't. turn it up because I didn't want it to be really loud in the scary parts. I said, turn on the captions, oh, and yeah. you refused to even acknowledge that I said that. I didn't have the remote. That. The remote was right next to you. <laughs> was it was eating, right next was to you. my burger and my chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, dog it. You God. think I can focus? You want my chicken wing fingers all over the remote? Jeez. <laughs> Acting like there's a Sprouse twin in this movie. <laughs> Can't hear his dialogue. All right. Hey, Party of Five, 1994. So she was on Party of Five a couple of years at this okay. point. Well, the, um, the, but, and again, I think that the, one of the things is keep, I keep thinking is neither of them is big as Drew Barrymore. No, no, by, no. By a mile. You know what I mean? And yet. What was funny, though, is that Henry Winkler is in the movie. Yes. And he asked not to be credited because he was afraid that his name would overshadow the rest of the cast. Ooh. Because probably at that point, he was probably the second biggest star of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That was the principle. 
Also, Grace thought it might be the principal at one point before. I did before we but eliminated that. He was on a show called <laughs> Happy Days. He was the Fonz. You knew that, right? Mm, yes. Yes. Okay. The um, what was I just thinking when you brought? Oh, I believe it's his birthday today. Henry Winkler. I believe so. Have you watched the show Barry with Bill Hader? Uh, yes, I have. It's outstanding. I love Henry it. Henry Winkler is incredible yeah. on that show. Yes, I think he's won a couple of Emmys too. Really? For it. Yeah. How many he's Emmys did fun, Scream win? He's a fun Twitter follower too. Is he really? Yeah, like he'll be in Montana fly fishing, and he'll have this rainbow trout that he's caught, and he's got the happiest like six year old look you've ever seen. Like he just truly enjoys life. Gosh. He appears to be as pleasant a person as he appears to be like in real life. Is a guy like that just still banking on things like Happy Days? Or was he banking? I know the Happy Days is dead, but in my childhood, Happy Days was always on still. I don't think like until Friends and Seinfeld and maybe even Cheers, like those actors really started to get paid down the road. Yeah. Poor guy. Courtney Cox, (laughs) 20 million a year, Friends. So he's banking on Waterboy. Stuff like that. Uh, No. No? Waterboy's not paying him either? I don't. (laughs) Have you guys... What what money is Waterboy generating at this point? I don't know. Friends it was just the like first thing I could think of with Henry Winkler. <laughs> no, I'm not. I was just sticking with him. I'd be shocked if Henry Winkler got paid more than about hundred grand for Waterboy. <laughs> I think Sandler's pretty tight with the budget, probably on those type things. Oh, I know, definitely. Yes, those movies don't cost anything. Yeah, poor Fonz. All right, where do we go next with this movie? Some characters, um, or yeah. is is David Arquette married to Courtney Cox? We were having that debate. He met he met her on Scream. They met on Scream. They did get married, but then they later got divorced. Oh, gosh. he has I believe gotten remarried. Mm. Uh, mm. Can we talk can we talk some gin divide stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I have a couple of gin divide notes. Okay. Uh, so the murder happens at the at the beginning. Uh, Nev and, and Skeet have their little scene. Then the next scene is Nev going to school and Rose McGowan mm-hmm. Tatum coming over and telling her about the murder. Okay? Mm-hmm. So one of the lines in the movie, when Skeet later has the cell phone and it drops out of his pocket when she gets attacked at the house, he yes. tells the sheriff or the you know whatever he is, the chief of police, that everybody has cell phones. Yeah. But I don't mm-hmm. think anybody else in the movie had a cell phone, no. did they? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. And that's the thing, if like something tragic like that had happened, like everybody knows an hour afterward, 30 minutes afterward via text. Yeah. Yeah. No and doubt. she doesn't learn until she walks up the, the school stairs. Day. And all the... What? What's going on? All the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the people. Uh, so I just... Oh, I do enjoy the 90s mainly because there's no cell phones. They don't have to deal with the cell phone. Yes, mm-hmm. that does throw that a kink game. in anything yes. like this. Yes. There's no dramatic role. Because up a lot news. of those movies just get stopped dead if somebody has a cell phone. Yeah. They can yeah. just mm-hmm. call somebody. Yeah. So, like this one was a perfect example. Yes. So why was he the only one with a cell phone? I don't know. Her dad had a cell phone. Did he? He had a cell phone. Yeah, because they cloned the phone, remember? Oh. That's how they were doing the... Which, by the way, uh, seems very sophisticated for a couple of high school it does. seniors. Mm-hmm. But they were smart kids. They were. I think those were really smart They had already framed kids. somebody for murder. Exactly. He was on death row. Yeah. yeah. 
What's that guy's name? Very. Which one? No, the guy they framed is a big Cotton, actor now. Cotton Weary. Or he was Liam then, Schreiber. He's yeah. in the second one. Yes. Is he, he really? He comes and uh, tries to get her in the second one to do a book deal. I don't... Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Grace, spoiler alert. <laughs> Are you going to watch the second one? No. No? Well, how about the last Most three? Probably not. No, no, no. A new Ainsley, one comes out next Ainsley year. likes the fourth one. Really? Yeah, hmm. best out of the. Out I don't the think I ever saw the fourth one. But I think I saw newer. two, maybe three. So I did want to talk about the fifth one that's coming because I really like the filmmakers. There's a movie. Speaking of which, uh, HBO Max not getting enough love on this podcast. No, by the not way. at all. Y'all were trashing Hulu the other day. Um, there's a movie uh, that they did. Their last movie is called Ready or Not, and it's fantastic. Ready or not. Yeah, HBO ready or not. Max. HBO Max, or you can rent it, whatever. Excellent. It's a perfect Halloween movie. Is it scary? Yes. Ooh. Well, intense, but it's it's got some gore. Yeah. Mm. All your favorites, Grace. But it's really funny. It reminds oh, me a lot favorites. of Scream, but these guys are doing Scream 5, and I, that makes me really excited for Scream yeah, 5. Yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. And I do feel like I'll need to watch 2, 3, and 4 now. We might I like as well. Two, I like 2, 3, and 4. You might yeah. as well, you mean. Yeah. We might as well. No, you need no. to. Yeah. Especially if it's, we're going to be able to watch five and talk about that. It's like that. Yeah. five hours of your life That's on the Halloween. Perfect gen get you in the deal. Get you in the mood for mm-hmm. Halloween. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Killing people. To run around. Let's see. Um, so we were talking about David Arquette. Um, the movie, it, did you find the movie to be funny? Did you laugh at any points of the movie? I think so. Yeah. Few times, definitely well, at the end, there were some moments, and even in that last scene, as as intense as it was, it started to play into a lot of the bits, like yes. the rules, yeah, started happening or whatever. And it was right. almost mm-hmm. like she would comment on it and then just kind of laugh. You may not um, realize you were doing it. Did you it. find David Arquette funny? Dewey, yes. <laughs> did you find Dewey funny? How about um, when? No, how about no. for real? I don't think funny's the no. word. I mean, he was kind of like the. Uh, just aloof. Oh, man. I think it's just like straight ham and cheese, like when he goes and answers. <laughs> so the guy calls Sydney at his house, mm-hmm. at Tatum's house and his house. And he, she hangs up and walks off, and the phone's just sitting there. And he goes up and says, hello, hello, with his gun in his boxers. Another moment really funny. where I think if you've never lived with a home phone, Grace, yes. like you don't even understand. You know what I mean? It was over. Speaking of home phones, quick aside, have you seen the videos of Gary V flipping... Corded phones? Uh, no, I have They'll not. They'll go and buy them for like 2 $3. They're selling for like 20 bucks on eBay. As relics or what? I don't know if people are using them or what, but they've like kind of made like a little like secondhand comeback corded phones. I don't know how you would use them. Me neither. No. Just like a walkie-talkie? You have corded phones at the store? You do, don't you? Yes, yeah. we do. So, But that wouldn't make sense that people are buying them for that, you know? No, because you'd probably get a... Nice like a, well, or like multi line, you know, yeah, multi line phone. So I don't know. How about the nine one one modem um, interface that she had on her computer? On the computer, I didn't know what that was. I was like, "That's weird." Yeah, where <laughs> she was able <laughs> to call nine one one. It was for like it said on there. It was for deaf. I figured it was. Yeah, I didn't see that. So I don't know why she would have that though. I don't know if that was mm-hmm. a scene that got cut or because her dad wasn't deaf. No. Mm-mm. The um, did you ever have any? And I have to think you and I were just a little too old for this. 
I'm thinking the eighth grader of the 1996 I'm, eighth grader. I just turned grader. 28. What are you talking about? <laughs> 1996 eighth grader. I'm wondering, was there any uh, kind of play on the home phone or the call to someone's house and kind of jacking around with the voice and kind of mimicking what's happening here in Scream? Like, do you are you asking if those like copycat? Yes, exactly. Oh, I would think so because they sold those boxes. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think they were branded Scream. What was the greatest prank call that you were either subject to or party to? Oh, gosh. Well, I don't know. I've got a we, good one. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So I, I was I probably in fifth grade. Uh, we moved houses in the seventh grade. I know this was in the first house I lived in. And so I think fifth, maybe sixth grade. And I heard the phone ring at like two something in the morning mm-hmm. and didn't hear anything else. So I didn't really think anything of it. I think I was either almost asleep or it kind of woke me up or whatever. I don't How know. old were you at this time? Like fifth grade, so 10. Okay. Let's call it 10, 9, 10, 11, somewhere How old was Skeet Ulrich at this time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so to put, t- t- yeah, the years, this would have been somewhere in like the 86 to 87 range probably. So anyways, um, I, no lie, and I need to talk to my parents about this. I feel like it was 20 minutes later. My dad came into my room. This is like nearly three in the morning. Oh, wow. And he said, and he, they wake me up and that there is someone on the phone. So they are still on the phone with this person. Oh, my gosh. That says that I had told them that, and I, there was some elaborate story as to how they knew mm. me, but that, that uh, my family would pick them up at the airport in College Station when they arrived. And they had so, like, they had kept my parents on the line with this for quite a while. So much that my dad had me come in there while my mom is still talking. Like, I can see this very clear as day. And he's like upset because he thinks I've somehow, as a 10 year old or 11 year old, (laughs) promised someone that we would pick them up at the College Station airport when they arrived. And I just remember it really rattled me kind of because one that, 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 that they pulled this off, but I was just like half asleep. I was like, no, I didn't tell anyone that what now they're like, well, there's someone in the airport. And I mean, you know, the next day it was just like, well, they knew my name. It was obviously some other kids, but Mm -hmm. I just remember thinking like, how did they keep y'all on the phone that long that they gave you this whole story and convinced you to wake me up? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's incredible. It's incredible. We have got to ask Grandma That's... and Grandpa about that next time we're there. Mm-hmm. I know they'll remember it because we talked about it. I mean, it's been you know another 15, 20 years probably now, but you know, since I was an adult, I know we've revisited that night you yeah. know, and talked mm-hmm. about it. That... And uh, just the home phone mm-hmm. ringing at odd hours was always an alarming and it was sound. Jarring, yes, it was jarring. If a phone, because usually it was uh, now uh, where my dad lives right now. Our phone number, and back then, uh, when I was in high school, it was long distance to call Decatur. It was mm-hmm. what? It was long distance to call Decatur. And then, like around, like when I was a sophomore, junior, they basically it led all the whole area. But the last four digits of our phone number are the same last four digits for Walmart. <laughs> oh. So come Christmas time, like November, December, we would get calls 24 hours a day. Oh my and gosh. it was a simple fix. Like 
we did, we let this go on for years. Like my parents <laughs> just didn't change their phone number. <laughs> like just change it by one digit. But oh. like we would get calls two, three, four in the morning. It became at certain times of the year when Walmart was busiest, mainly Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was commonplace for us to get calls at three, four in the morning. Oh like my we would gosh. just turn the phone off. Just because it was just so loud, people would call and go, "This isn't Walmart." I mean, like immediately we'd go, "Hello," and they go, "This isn't Walmart, is it?" And he's like, "No, it's six two seven. But uh, that happened all the time. This is the Warlows. Is this the Warlows? <laughs> this is Walmart. What do you Derek want? Derek said he was going to pick us up from the airport. <laughs> oh it's, my! Wait, goodness. so do, do you know the kids who it was? No, Did they like I don't say know. something? No, 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 never, never to be figured out. What's the what's the point of a prank call then if My question is know. is how do you have the stamina to take it that long? I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Like- and I think that's what was so like I remember like freaking out in the moment. And I if I remember correctly, my dad was like visibly like, What is going on right now? Yeah, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. happening? Yeah. And it didn't make sense to them either. Right. But they couldn't, you know, but it kind of goes mm-hmm. back to the same thing with with uh, sweet Casey, Drew Barrymore, she's just having a conversation with this dude. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I was yeah. ask and I think that was maybe a like, little bit Scott? more of the norm. How many times do you think somebody called somebody and went, hey, so-and-so, what's your favorite movie? Yeah. Or what's your favorite scary movie? Yeah. I bet that happened I bet, yeah. millions imagine of if, times. Imagine mm-hmm. girls named Sydney after this, oh. and just every time they picked up the phone, it was, hello, Sydney. Well, that's Jeez. funny, because I just went to an establishment, and... Uh, a food establishment and they put the name on the deal like so and so is coming to bring your order mm-hmm. and this one just happened to be Karen <laughs> and it's like automatic now like how long do you think that like the name Karen is associated with being Karen mm-hmm. like does this thing last a decade oh Me, she had probably. changed her name like it said Karen on the screen but when she came up like she had a different variation like KK of her name no it was it said like Ren or something like <laughs> yeah. that like she was just like she's like I'm disavowing <laughs> just disavowing <laughs> my name uh, Karen that ink and stitch you know we have a Karen that works at ink and oh, stitch yeah. it's awesome and listens to the show so shout out to Karen but it has become like, you know, I hear her every once in a while, you know, when people will use it in that yeah. that way where it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, but she seems to just kind of roll with it. Doesn't yeah. bother mm-hmm. her too much. Do you think she gets a uh, Karen stop being a Karen? Yes. She gets just at work? Not a lot, but I do at hear work, it every once in a while. I'll hear like, <laughs> I know she does because I'm the one that yeah. does it. Because <laughs> yes. I'm being a Karen. Yes. Um, Need to use it more probably. Right, Karen? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Matthew Lillard is just swinging for the fences. The whole movie swinging for the fences. He is so high energy. Did you like Matthew Lillard? So much spittle. Thumb down. (laughs) So much spittle. Oh. My mom and dad. That was Scooby-Doo. You liked Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Did you find him at all funny? You know, when rewatchable Simmons, he was the MVP, I think, for Simmons. Really? Yeah. And to be honest with you, the last time, this past time that I watched it, yeah. I think he was like my favorite part of the movie. I mean, I definitely like, I think I liked him at the end. I really liked the final scenes when they are basically pulling the curtain back. Right. And I thought he shined there. 
way more than I did not like the he's the poor just man's reaching back. He's yes, spitting with exactly. fingers coming up. And the you whole yes, yeah. Yes. And when he's dying, and, and he's, he's dying, like, I think I'm talking. dying here. You hey, got me too deep, or whatever. <laughs> so he's sitting Jeez. there. He's sitting there talking to her on the phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she has time for casual conversation. Yes. He's like, you really called the police? It's like, <laughs> oh, dad, are gonna yes. be so mad at me. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, I mean, he was good. I liked him. I don't know who the MVP would be for me. I guess I'll take Drew Barrymore just for fun. That's not a bad mm-hmm. one. MVP bad out. One. Two, I think Nev five Campbell's minutes. really good in this. I think yeah. she's a really strong anchor. Um, I don't know. I think they were all good. I thought uh, I really liked the friend. What was her name? Tatum. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. she was Rose really McGowan. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the garage scenes. Very good. I do. Uh, I was going to talk about the end because literally the last forty minutes of the movie all happens at one spot. Yeah. So they go to the house, which, by the way, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Okay. Bad idea. So. I thought it was a good idea when they were all there together. But let's ask the question real quick. Now, that does make sense, Mm -hmm. but this will feed in. Kind of. So Sydney's mother has been butchered. Mm -hmm. At least acquaintances, kids she went to high school with have been butchered. She has been attacked once or twice now. Mm Mm-hmm. Twice, because the bathroom too, right? The right, the bathrooms happened at that point, right? Yeah, right. What? And how? How did he get in there? Not. How did he get out of there? Oh yeah, I don't know. That guy is, is like a ninja, right? Mm-hmm. The times you see him in the grocery store, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, the reflection is just like he's what? got the mask on and everything, and no but one's doing anything. At a certain point, you wonder if that's like real or if that's imagined or. I mean, we assume that it's real, but there's also things like the genius of the movie is is that it's a movie telling us that it's not a movie, but it also reminds us throughout the movie why it's a movie. Yes. That kind of deal. So I think that that's probably why it kind of has a nice place, oh, a yeah. special place for the 90s genre fans. But the night, like the whole final act, it's like 40 minutes. They filmed for three weeks at this one house all at night. Hmm. And it was 21 days. It actually might have been five, four weeks. Can you imagine yeah. what that like schedule, filming schedule was? Oh, my gosh. But they ran into a problem. The reason Henry Winkler dies in the movie is because they ran into a problem with ha- having all those kids there at the house. Yeah. So they needed something to get rid of all the extra characters and just leave the main right. principal characters. So that's when they made up the principal has... They found the principal hanging from the football and the guy screaming. <laughs> and they want to go Let's all see go it. Look yes. before, before they, they take him down. Oh, um, gosh. That, uh, I don't know if you're going to see that in like a 2020 movie. <laughs> um, but uh, no, what I was going to say was um, that whole, like that whole sequence. You look at you like pull back and you look at that whole sequence like it's really well done. Yeah, like there's not an ounce of fat I think on any of that. Even the aside stuff like Randy doing the rules. Yes, because we've got several kills in there. Then you've got the big reveal of the fact that there are two killers. Which mm-hmm. when I saw that in the theater, that was a big reaction. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you see that coming? No. I feel like you. We're about to say, I, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually the opposite, kind of. It. No, I was not satisfied with the ending. 
No. That Skeet was the killer? What, what kind of motive, oh, the perfect. In, motive is that? Because that his, his, his parents sense. split because of Sydney's mom sleeping around. Yeah. So and, were all the kids back then, you know, with your prank calls, were they all like psychopaths? No, no just well, him. <laughs> no, well, but his buddy. I mean, he obviously took it too far. His buddy didn't even have any reason, right? No, I think to me, what I like to think is that Skeet was a big time manipulator too. Yes. And well, he was able to manipulate Scooby-Doo into thinking, hey, let's do this. Let's you know, all these movies where we've learned the ways, that let's was, do it. And that was one of the things... kill a bunch of people. If we talk <laughs> about from a Gen Divide perspective, like Columbine happened two or three years after that. That was a duo. And yeah. that was the same kind of situation where there was one kid that really impressed upon the other kid and kind of put, pushed him into doing this horrific act. But in the 90s, big time... Any kind of movie or song or anything controversial was blamed for behavior. Yeah. Marilyn Manson, like that's this movie's also kind of a, a statement upon that because they have that quote. Skeet has that quote where Sydney says, "You've seen too many, you've seen one too many movies," and he's like, "Movies don't make psychos; they mm-hmm. just make us more creative." Basically, yes, yeah. So yeah. there's kind of that kind of social, you know, kind of commentary. So it kind of works on that level too, when it's also kind of being reverent, you know, reverent about old horror movies too. Yes. So I think that kind of plays, but I think that that played bigger, much bigger in the the mid '90s, just because that was such a political hot potato. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. any time Marilyn Manson showed up to your, do you know who Marilyn Manson is? No. No. So uh, he was kind of this rock star, but he was real. Outlandish, did real outlandish things, and people would blame a lot of behavior on the fact that we would listen to his music. But he got a lot of the brunt of, you know, behavior around that time, movies and things like that. So yeah. I think that that was a bigger part, you know, in the 90s. That's why I think it shows up in Scream a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when one of the officers says, or he's asked, after they're letting Skeet go or like putting him in to a cell or something. And he's like, do you think he did it? And then the officer says, you know, 20 years ago, I would have said not a chance, but these kids today, what does that mean? Why, why are they? But that's I don't like understand. What, happened, what happened from 76 to 96. But that's like uh, old country for no men type stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, each generation looks back on the younger generation and just shakes their head yeah. mm-hmm. when they acted the exact same way. I don't think there was anything more to it than that, probably. Just that uh, I don't think the, the generations, that those kids were actually any crazier other than Skeet. <laughs> yeah, that was a question. How many murderers did you go to high school with? And if it's more than zero, actually, don't respond because then I feel bad for asking if this is like it's something more than serious. Zero. This was a serious thing. Yeah, did you? That to, was a did problem. You go for to you guys. school with any murderers? I did. Did you for real? Yeah, I mean, yeah, not like Skeet, but someone that shot someone. In a, as as an adult, like just in you know maybe eight years ago, something like that. You went to school at Brown High. Yeah, so a lot I mean, bigger. Like I mean, four or five times. Early nineties. That place was like the wild, wild yeah. west. <laughs> yeah, um, getting into auto accidents. Exactly. <laughs> doing prank calls. Rubber gloves. Everywhere. Rubber gloves. <laughs> oh. Uh, 
Even at the I, end, though, at the end of it, I like I was still struggling to remember how it ended, which I was kind of oh, really? grateful for that. You because I was experiencing. That, did you remember that those two were responsible? No, not until I'll tell you when I thought it for the first time mm-hmm. was when they're running to the door, Stu and Randy are running to the door, and Nev's got the gun. Sydney's yeah. got the gun. Mm-hmm. And right then I thought, I know it's not Randy. And then it kind of started coming together like, you right. know, whatever. Even though, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I, I still don't know that I was dead on. But right, right. then I knew that, that Stu was involved. Just I think something that that's such crazy a great, because he comes out of nowhere. Randy and um, Nev are there. And then he does the psycho. He does the psycho quote. We all go a little mad sometimes. Yes. Shoots Randy. Mm-hmm. And then on the wrong side of the chest. On yeah. Everybody was shooting in the shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Even like Skeet at the end gets shot in the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's was, got aim. I said that right after the movie <laughs> yes. ended. I was like, the consequences of getting shot in this movie, it's like none. Well, they go like upper, like upper tank, like around mainly Skeet, so that he can scare us one yes, more time. Yes, the they end. needed that final. Can't scene. come back they, from a headshot. They had though. to yeah. have that. No, not the end of the movie. movie. That's a, I mean, that's just the horror movie staple too. Is the killer who comes back after he's taken five or six shots to the chest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got one more scare. Oh, the um. Hey, another thing, real quick. Yeah. Um, I think Sharon Stone is brought up like three times in the yes. movie. She's, your mom's no Sharon Stone. Your mom's no, and your mom's no Sharon Stone. Yes. So great. I kind of wonder how that didn't enter into just kind of like the normal put downs well, in life the, in the late 90s. Like if you were hanging right. out with a friend, you were like, well, your mom's, mom's no, no Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone. Well, that was one of the things, too, I think that I really liked about the movie, especially when it came out, was I felt like that how they talked was the way that me and my friends talked. Oh, yeah. Who was the uh, who was the stew? Alan was Alan a stew? Well, Alan's like four <laughs> years younger than okay. me, so I really didn't hang out until post yeah post grad. <laughs> Sean Mann was he the stew? No, no, <laughs> no, he wasn't the stew. You don't want to let. I don't know you if don't, we had a you stew. don't want to assign stew uh, to anyone. Like you I just want to be a bunch of Randys. I was definitely Randy. <laughs> I can promise you that. Everybody wants to be Randy. <laughs> You're not a killer. Randy. You're not. I would be the one that showed up at the party with VHS tapes and like, guys, you got to see this movie. Yeah, there are rules. And they're like, you realize we have there a bathtub full of beer, right? Yeah. No, swingers. It's this new movie. You got to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's Vince Vaughn. It's Vince Vaughn. He's going to be a superstar. <laughs> like, oh, oh my God. Goodness. Who invited Randy to the party? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think overall it aged really, really well. Mm-hmm. I think that I thought it was good. I didn't, I mean, other than the little things, and you know, I don't know if I'm just so used to that since we've been on this kick of going back through 80s, 90s movies, right? Where the cell phone thing doesn't bother me anymore. Like, you know, not, the fa- not like it doesn't him, enter my mind in that in in some scene. I don't know, even know what it would be, but there are several in this movie where it's just like, why don't they just get their phone out of their pocket? Right. That never enters my mind right, right now, and I don't know if that's just because I'm kind of, you know, in the mode of older movies or well, what's what? fu- what's fun is is around the time that those like phones started to pick up to like since the the uh, service was so bad. Like you could just nullify all the cell phones just by having them out in the in the forest, you know, or in, yes. in the woods. Like, oh, we can't get any cell phone service out here, you know. Yeah. So that was pretty much that was a uh, ploy uh, of a lot of 
a lot of uh, one of the things too to go back to a previous podcast we talked about uh, the facts. I know you were talking about the facts. You were really interested in the facts. Uh, the f- facts <laughs> in the move in movies where the facts would come through, and nobody would either get it or it didn't go through all the way or until after. Like the facts became part of that. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Like usual suspects. Yeah. I think no way out. Yes. And that kind of, the cell phone kind of it graduated to the cell phone, where the cell phone was kind of like, well, Back I can't to get the any future reception. Too. Yes. <laughs> can't get any reception. You know, things yeah. like that. And it became kind of the device where it's like, oh, if only I could call. Yes. Skeet Ulrich wouldn't kill me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go back to Riverdale, Skeet. Get out of here. I can't wait for the. Uh, I can't. I, I am really excited about the fifth one, and I am going to watch two through four. We might as well. You Grace. should. Yeah. They're good. Number four is on Hulu right now. Why do we always pick movies that have just left Netflix? Have you noticed that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I was like that movie is just on Netflix like two months ago. Yeah. Or the flip of that being with Do the Right Thing, where it yes. became free like the next day. Immediately. The they day were after like, we did it, they were, they were like, like it's this free. podcast is incredible. Yeah. Let's let everybody oh. see it. It's almost like we should have seen that coming given everything that was going on. Like, oh, yeah. Someone's got to just make this free right. at this point, mm-hmm. right? Right. Well, that was the thing. Like, that's become kind of a go to, like, just letting people see movies for free. I know yes. there's like some election docs that are free right now. I oh, yeah. That. Um, one more thing that I wanted to mention in my notes. This was a movie, too, where the uh, women fought back. They weren't damsels in distress. Like, that didn't really happen in horror movies yeah. all that much. They kind of ran, and if they got kind of got lucky, and maybe there was a guy who would save them, that happened a lot in those horror movies. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of the first where the like the girls or the women in the movie... From the get-go, too. Weren't Drew, afraid. Drew Barrymore, yeah. at some point, kicks him, and he goes airborne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the, at the door. The I falls mean, yeah. uh, in this movie. Are that was fantastic. one comment we made as we were watching it. It was like as we were kind of thinking, who did it? Who is it? Right. It mm-hmm. was like whoever it is is really clumsy. Yes. <laughs> and like, you and know, falls for stupid. every trick. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. just falls for like they're who running didn't see in the, the doors. Yeah, who yes. didn't that see are... the freezer door coming? Right. You know, mm-hmm. when when Tatum does hits him with the freezer door. I don't know who like did the stunt work or whatever, but they got their money's worth. Like, I mean, they are their, oh, yeah. their paycheck definitely what's the most what what's what's more gruesome grace okay. is it tatum are we going worst kill i had worst this written kill. down yeah okay worst All kill right. that's a better way worst to say kill. it than gruesome that makes it sound like poor parenting again worst kill yeah. uh is it tatum is it uh casey who's drew barrymore the opening girl okay. yeah her boyfriend that was that was pretty bad. I Casey mean, the has, flip with her boyfriend is you don't see it happen. It well, just the, the light thing flips with her on. boyfriend you too hear is it. that her boyfriend probably didn't know. Like he gets kidnapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he really, like the boyfriend, I don't think knows what's going on at no, all. At least Casey kind of knows what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that that helps. No. Not all. when you're gutted in a lawn <laughs> chair. <laughs> so she, she uh, they did like an, a complete like body double. Or uh, like a fake, like a for, dummy. That's for a dummy Drew? hanging for the tree, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm. I do have, do y'all want to play guess the amount of gallons of blood they use in this movie? Ooh. Oh. Do you, when you say blood, do you mean corn syrup? Corn syrup. Yes, yes. Like they use. yes. red dyeing corn syrup. Um, How many gallons of red dyeing corn syrup did they use in this movie? Gallons. Scott, 
It is less than a hundred. So we'll keep okay. it oh, wow. zero right. to ninety nine. Because I was going to get absurd. Yeah, okay. I was zero, gonna we'll go zero to ninety nine. I'll go ninety nine. I'll go sixty. I feel like you never take these seriously. You're always like a hundred and twelve. <laughs> no, I was about to say a thousand gallons. I think they used a thousand gallons. You realize what a thousand like how, how many gallons are in your pool out there? And there's really not a ton, no, right? I mean, there's other than on them and fifty the, gallons of blood. Fifty used gallons in the movie. of blood. Oh man, that's a lot. It's not as much. As I hear I that that stuff is like really terrible, like really terrible to get off your skin. Skeet licked it off his fingers. Licks it off his fingers. Mm-hmm. But remember when he's holding Nev in the kitchen, he's playing with her hair, and that stuff is just getting in her hair. Yes, like mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. Yeah. What? Um, all right. Worst kill. What do you think it is, Derek? <sighs> um. I've always thought that the Tatum one was quite uh, inventive. Yes. The doggy door. Yeah, I think that, that there's a good one. story about them rigging that because they couldn't get the stunt woman, like they couldn't get the door to, to hold the weight and they had to like engineer it somehow. Basically. I would assume so. I was sitting there thinking yeah. like Tatum's not super up? small. I mean, that's probably mm-hmm. similar to your size, Grace. I'm thinking if you were hanging on the garage door, it's just but stopping. They, <laughs> but they show you the motor really rattling. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got another one for worst kill, maybe, is mm-hmm. um, Stu. So Stu, Stu gets the TV to the face, and then it electrocutes him as he's laying right. on the ground. That's, right. a, that's a bad one. And I immediately looked to Grace, and I said, that's I don't think not, that's how that that's works. That's not how that works. <laughs> that was another thing, too, like in the 90s. You remember Gross Point Blank? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he does that to Dan Aykroyd. Really? He dumps that TV it. on his head. That was like a popular method there for a while yes. of killing the bad guy. Yeah. Did the TV. Dan Aykroyd shake like yes, he was being he shocked? Did. Really? And, and they did the... Uh, the uh, the yes sound yeah. effect. Stu would be up there, pretty good. Uh, all the stabbings are boring. So I have another piece of trivia, and this is your sweet skeet, uh, Ulrich. Skeet. All right. um, he had some type of surgery or something with a maybe a mm. clavicle or something. Do you remember mm. when Sydney's in the at the end? Sydney's in the closet. And she comes out with an umbrella an and umbrella. stabs him, stabs yes. him twice. Yes. Well, it was a stunt person, and the stunt person stabbed him once, and it was no big deal. But then, if you go back and look, the stunt person stabs him evidently in this place where he has a plate or something. And mm-hmm. if you look at his reaction, it's genuine, like he got shot. So Skeet did get hurt Jeez. in the filming of this movie. Oh gosh, that's what my cameo is going to be. Hey, could you tell us the story about getting hurt and scream? Was, did Skeet bring this up? Could when you dog in Riverdale the other night? Could you drunk? Can you drunkenly <laughs> no, tell me this see story? The scar. I took it for the blockbuster, the international think, blockbuster. Do you think this happens on Riverdale? No, no. Cole Sprouse is a baby. <laughs> oh man! I told him not to do that movie five feet apart. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that movie. Is it a Nicholas Sparks mm. book? Turned I, movie. We're just going to 
skip over that. We literally talked about that movie like three times now on this podcast. Yeah, skip over it. I do have one little thing I found. Never, this makes me never, feel. This makes me feel so much listen better. Listen to us, Scott. This makes me feel so much better. I hate you, Dad. He's <laughs> waiting to get your point in the whole time. You won't turn the captions no, on. No, well, I just God. don't know who the Sprouses are. Just sitting over there eating your chicken wings <laughs> yeah. and ignoring me. <laughs> Where's the blue cheese? Pause it. Pause it. I need blue cheese. All right. Skeet Ulrich was cast as Billy Loomis partly because of his resemblance to Johnny Depp, who so had a significant right. role in... What Give it movie? to me, Derek. There's the trivia. Significant role in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. I feel like Derek just memorizes so, IMDb's trivia pages. Probably. So uh, the guy who directed Scream, Wes Craven, he directed all four Screams, and then he passed away, unfortunately. Oh. He filmed the first, he directed the first Nightmare on Elm Street. And he also directed the last Nightmare on Elm Street. I didn't know he didn't do them all. So there's that line that Drew Barrymore has, that the first one was great, but the rest sucked. Yeah. And he wanted to take it out of the movie because he was afraid that people were going to think that he was bragging that the rest of the movie sucked. Which he was. But then somebody had to remind (laughs) him, basically, that he also directed the last one. Uh So they were ripping the last one, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. So then he was like, okay, I'll leave it in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well done, Wes Craven. I didn't know he didn't do them all. He did. So is he the... He is the... Horror movie director, right? Yeah, Isn't he well, the guy that's done guy like everything. West Craven. Nightmare on Elm Street, and then he did some other stuff in the seventies that he's really well known for. And then he um, kind of got lost a little bit, and then he did Scream, and then he was right back there. Like he did after this, he did a. I'm not even making this up. He did this movie with Meryl Streep. Yeah, about. Her, she was like a band director in an inner city or something. Like he was able to make movies. That well, he wanted I, to that's make. what I was going to ask. He Does someone like that have basically. to break from the nightmares of this stuff and every once in a while do City of Angels or something? Yeah. Like well, that? once you start making money, yeah, for somebody, then you can start doing the things you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he is he considered the Babe Ruth of horror films? I mean, who else is there? I really he's don't definitely, know. He's definitely at the top of the M. mountain. M. Night Shyamalan? Uh, uh, or is he not considered I think probably Wes Craven It may be a little bit more well thought of, well yeah. known. But he definitely worked in a different, lower budget stratosphere than M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we would do that. Just yes, for that one moment right there. Wes Craven. Rest in peace. So, quick question. So, any of these other movies have you seen? Like, Halloween? I noticed, like, the few movie theaters that are playing movies right now and offering... I noticed, like, Halloween is always a big player. Exorcist right now is a big player. Yeah. Exorcist really didn't influence, I don't think, Scream all that much. But Halloween definitely did. Have you seen the original Halloween? I don't think so. And if I did, I, I think I've seen, of any of those films, I've never seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. I've never seen any of the Jasons or Friday the 13th. Right. I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Original? Yes. Okay. And Have you seen the one with Matthew McConaughey and Renee no, Zellweger? No. Is he, who is he in it? They did it when they were like students at UT. Really? It's like a fourth one or something. They tried yeah. to reboot it. Yeah. It is one of the more, most bizarre movies you'll ever see. Really? McConaughey has like this motorized um, brace yeah. that helps him walk. And evidently he like 
kept it on even when he like he got he went method for this horror movie nice. and evidently hurt his leg up real yeah. bad. We got to do that when you're in college. But that movie is like nuts. Yeah, crazy. No, nuts. I've never seen that. I don't know that I've ever seen. I want to say else. we had it at the Blockbuster in Bryan. Really? Yeah. I missed my chance then because you probably can't find it now. It probably cost three three hundred bucks on. There's probably like five it was Blu-ray on copies. A couple of nights ago, like on HBO, <laughs> it's probably on HBO Max. Uh, we'll subscribe. Nope. Why not? We Shutting might as it well. down. Shutting it down. Why don't you just trade Hulu or HBO Max for Hulu? Yeah. Or vice Hulu versa. has live sports. Hulu has live sports. Is that what you watch? That's the only thing we watch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got like another like five months before I we have know. live sports. Now again. it's like, and we don't really even watch NFL. <laughs> right. Even when the Raiders are on Grace's team, I'm like, Grace, the Raiders are on. She doesn't really I, care that much. I care so much. She's an Instagram Raiders fan. She's not like, a not me. a watching. Yeah, the I'm game. on there liking all their posts. <laughs> yeah. But we, uh, uh, Nikki, just got rid of her Dish Network, and now she's like total stream. Yes, and uh, we had a fight the other uh, the weekend because she wanted like three different passwords when I was like doing something stupid. I'm sure. But she was like, what's the password for this? I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yes. <laughs> we just like, had we that same a, exact thing. We have to have a Bible. We've got, I think, yeah. 20 apps now yeah. that are either integrated with something that we already had. Oh, my gosh. We had the same thing. Amy got locked down on Netflix. And she was like, what's the password? No, Yeah, you've never known the Netflix password, I'm sure. I guessed it, though. Did you I got start, it. <laughs> did you start with like one password, but then it was like, hey, you can't use this password. And then you have to kind of add to it a little bit. Yeah, and I think it, it was morphs. more because... like. Like it started mm. as a word, and then it was like other places that we have to have letters to, or I mean numbers, and then someone or a special symbols. character. Yeah, everything's yeah. exclamation point. Yes, <laughs> one, two, three, four, exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. so, I at school, I have some sort of like thing like that, and we don't use it very often. But every time we do, I have to make a new password, and yeah. it's like a whole ten minute thing. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I, you know, and this remember. is a subject for another episode. But password managers, have you ever looked into this? Like one password, and I don't know what the names of the other ones are. No. Where it's like you just have that one app on your computer and your phone, and, it and just so keeps if everything? you can log into that app, and you have to have like a really complex password for that app, right? It keeps everything for you. And we'll even, I think it comes as a browser and stuff like that. And so right. it just pops you in as long we'll as you know see, that. We'll see, like, more. the sites that I write for, they let me have access to the websites just so, because it's easier and I can put articles just straight on sure. the website. And the passwords, like, nobody's trying to steal your proprietary mm-hmm. information about this golf driver yeah. Yeah. or, you know, like, but they all have... And it's just, I have it written down and laminated just in yeah. case. It's like nuclear codes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, some of them I've started making like really complex, you know, like basically two sentences. Yeah. You know, where well, it's like just it, like your Apple ID, like they, like 24 months, they won't let you have uh, the same password. 24, oh, yeah. And it's just exhausting. Yeah, it is. I have a dry erase board right now with about 14 passwords on yeah. it just because of all the streaming and stuff. It's That's always a fun one with my parents. When, like, so we bought them a TV not long ago and we were trying to get them set up with some things. My mom really wanted BritBox on the TV. And so she had to have a new account for that. Right. It was a smart TV, so they had to set up all... And I didn't think that through well enough. Yeah. 
and it was like uh, it wasn't Roku or Apple or Fire. I don't know what it was, but we had to set that up. And the whole right. time, my dad is writing down every password in this book. And as I'm watching him, I'm thinking like, that's the exact thing you're not supposed to do. But then I'm also thinking, that's genius. Why am I not doing that? You know, right. why don't I just have a book at home we'll just of have every a, password? Have a password Bible. Yes, because we're getting there. I think for sure. How did we get from Scream to Password Bible Talk? Mm, I was about to loop it back in and say, Do well, it. then Skeet would take that Bible yes. after he stabs you. Flipping Skeet. So and then he would steal, looping it back and in. And then he would steal your Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start using. <laughs> As he did cameos. <laughs> Stu in the background. How long have we been podcasting for, Scott? Your passwords, no. What's what was it? What was it? What was her name? <laughs> Sharon Stone. You're no Sharon <laughs> yeah. Stone. You know, hold on. That's a good point. I was going to bring this up. And I should have brought it up at the beginning of the podcast just in case this thing sounds like garbage. If it does, I apologize. So we are having to use a new version of GarageBand that looks brand new. And I noticed this early on, but it doesn't have a timer at the top. Probably just a does setting. Does it do measures? Mm-hmm. It has frames. Musical frames. frames. Okay. We have been going for 2,380 Frames. Do you think there are people okay. out there that have been like at a beat that of, are like at a tempo of one twenty two hundred more frames than I would have liked <laughs> yes, you to? Probably go on. yes. <laughs> oh, I hope. You uh, know what's funny is when people like talk to me about podcasts that we've done like four months ago. Yes, and I'm like, even if it's an hour and a half, like, what are you doing in your life? Uh, they're just getting around to it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's a big part of it. And I think with these movie ones, I've had several people um, on all of them, I guess, all the movies so far, where they've said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that one for now until I go back and rewatch the movie. So I don't know if that's a good thing mm-hmm. or not. You know what I mean? Because then right. I'm like, yeah. do they just uh, uh, eventually forget about it? Because they never get around to watch and do the right thing or Back to the Future 2 or Scream or whatever. And it just gets passed. So I don't know. I kind of think feel just like listen we need to, to figure out how to break through that? I know, because what are you going to do? You're going to, like, you know. I listen yeah. to the rewatchables when I haven't watched the movie. I don't feel like. Well, I will too, but there's some movies I won't. I do that sure. same thing to Of course. Them. Like the movies I really, really love, but I know I haven't watched recently enough. Well, the ones that we picked, we're hoping that people have, again. like, seen the movie. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would guess more people are in the same boat as me with Scream and that it's been, been a bit. Sure. Yeah, been a bit. Because it's not Wouldn't one you, you watch really it every Halloween. Now we will. <laughs> now you now watch it every Saturday. No. Yeah. <laughs> now that we own the laser disc, we're going to watch it all yeah. the time. I did own this on laser disc, and and I had the poster. <laughs> <laughs> had the poster. I had it on DVD for sure. I can remember it. In fact, so much so, like a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it, I started digging under the entertainment center there because I thought we probably still have it. Right. I don't know where it went. Someone bought it at a garage sale for seven bucks. Dang. Enjoy it. (laughs) So selfish, Gary V. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I bought the three movie collection on iTunes today. I figured I was like, we'll watch this again. Yeah, that's a Mm -hmm. smart move. How much was it on iTunes? 20 bucks for the first three. Not bad. And it comes with all the extra features. I was in the conundrum with this one as well. So, like, do the right thing. We just bought it on Amazon or whatever. We and did. then yeah, and then yeah. Um, this one I was looking at because it was like rent it for four or buy it for ten, and I'm like we're gonna rewatch this right, 
But then I thought, mm. and then like three minutes into the movie, when when Grace, just like your 1996 girlfriend, had her hand buried in her or her head buried in her hands, I thought probably good good thought not to buy it. We just rented <laughs> it, 48 hour rental. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've got it. Well, surely I was really surprised it wasn't streaming on something. You would think that that's like a easy Halloween sure. home run. Yeah, you would think. That's why I told her as soon as we yeah. pulled it up. But I was it like, may, why isn't may, this on sale right they now? They may make more. Uh, you know. Putting it out for rent and, yeah. and or purchase. Yes. There's so. a unicorn watching us. Oh, gosh. Investor. Doing <laughs> unicorn investor. Doing <laughs> round yes. checks. So it is a little alarming. that I guess we could probably figure out a way to do the math to tell how long we've been going, but I don't really know. Uh, When did we start? I don't know. I've been kind of keeping track of the time. Have you? I think we're probably an hour and a half. Hour in. and a half. Yeah. Perfect spot. Uh, so, do we just want to roll right into Breakfast Club? I say, <laughs> Let's go ahead. Why I say not? we do it. Yeah. <laughs> just one three-hour podcast. I mean, so, the, the two movies just go together so well. I was doing a little mm-hmm. research earlier, and Scream, the screenplay for Scream, uh, Kevin Williamson, he wrote it in three days. But there was an article for quickly written movies. Do you know what else was on the list? Not Breakfast Club. Breakfast no. Club. Well, they talked about that in the extras. That he wrote it really right? fast, but then he wrote. Yeah. Didn't they say he wrote like a hundred versions of it? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that at some point, um, Molly Ringwald and who's the guy, uh, the punk Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson, Judd Nelson. found out, Danny and they DeVito. got all the copies right, and they got to read them all. Isn't that what he said? Judd Nelson I tells so. the story, and I think he said they bugged John Hughes. And so we want to see him. We want to right. see him. And he said, fine. And then I think he's like kind of alluded to just how overwhelming it was like to see how many ways he had kind of played kind out of certain gotten things. gotten to. Yeah. Everybody has, mm-hmm. like it's, they said that John Hughes would write a movie in a weekend regularly. Yeah. And that he had dozens of unproduced scripts when he died. Gosh. Wow. That's going to be a good one. You got to leave with the DVD tonight. Mm-hmm. Don't forget yeah. that. When are we doing uh, it? Tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> during, during Halloween. Why not breakfast? Mm-hmm. We'll do um, Scream 2, 3, and 4, and then Breakfast yeah, Club. Yeah, right into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometime next weekend at the latest, I'd say. Let's do it. Well, I'm gone for a while, so. Are you? If y'all want to do it Sunday, or let's do it Sunday. Or when you're back. Either one. Or Sunday. We'll figure it out. We'll do it yeah. with Bill Allen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you will be back for Bill Allen then? Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. It's Bill Allen. We could just mm-hmm. record that on the drive to Dallas. I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably the perfect we'll just mic, for it, mic us all up. Breakfast Club podcast. Just roll right into, yeah, mic'd up, listening, watching Rad, play-by-play commentary on Rad. <laughs> I'm very excited about yeah. seeing Bill Allen. i got to be honest with you. He's a personal hero. I, I'm excited about it. And Grace, mm-hmm. it's school night. So you're only going to get like four hours of sleep that night. Yeah. It's all good. No, not really, though. She's late arrival, Derek. She didn't have to yeah. be there till like 11. 9.30. Well. <laughs> maybe you could talk to Coach Green. Yeah. Yeah. He's somewhere in the we middle. We went to the World Series with Coach Green. We can pull strings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> pull strings. <laughs> I think we can. Well, that was fun. Uh, any final thoughts on Scream? Do we want to give it a grade? Do yes. we grade these? How do or we do this? Do we, we go we, one to ten or do we do grades? I think we did grades last time. Okay. Let's do yeah. grades. Yeah. We'll stick with grades. Oh, okay. I'm going first? Yeah, sure. All I, okay. You want me to go first so you can think about it a little yeah, bit? Okay. Yeah, you go first. I'm going to give it an A. I think it yeah. stood the test of time. I think it was just as good now. I enjoyed the fact that I had forgotten a lot of it. 
And um, I think it is the best horror movie I've ever seen out of all three of them. Okay. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. I'm going to give it a B plus. Ooh. It was pretty good for a horror movie, except just the main thing. I didn't like... The killing. The... <laughs> You didn't like no, the horror the in the horror movie. No, I didn't like the I didn't like the mystery aspect of it, I guess. What? I didn't like how it... Skeet ended up being the killer. Oh. Like he could have ended up being the killer, but he needed a better like motive oh, or something. I feel like this is a something. Riverdale super fan. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you were the sheriff in Riverdale. Come on. You protected the fe- the people. No. no, I liked him as the killer cuz several times I was like you know, he's not. I don't know what he's saying right now, but it's like really creepy. Would you? Because re- we couldn't hear because the captions weren't on. Yeah. So I do couldn't even know what he was do saying. Do you think that you would enjoy a rewatch, it, knowing like you could hide your face when the gore stuff happens, just to see what Skeet was doing? Um. Yes. Okay, we're doing it. I kind of <laughs> tomorrow and pod after. I kind of did that in the first scene. I spent most of it looking down at my food. Like I looked up. Oh. There's that guy's intestines, and then I'm looking down, and you're like, my French fries ketchup. ketchup. And you're like, oh, linguine was a terrible choice. Spaghetti was a terrible choice. <laughs> so when they were shooting the movie, the studio made them put a scene with Skeet and Stu together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of like a, hey, are you ready for tonight? And then they immediately, as they were shooting it, they were like, they were like, we want to see the killers together beforehand. But that really happens in the video store. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's a funny scene. It's also super creepy because he's like flicking the back of Randy's yes, ear. Yes. And they're going on and it Randy's trying very... to basically save himself. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But I, it, it's like a solid day for me, too. It's like one of my favorite genre movies of the 90s. Yeah. Very so. good. Awesome. So we will we will have Breakfast Club out probably I guess sometime in the next week. Sunday. Yeah, maybe Sunday. Oh. <laughs> Soon. Um, we've got Guns N' Roses versus Sam, Sam Smith. Sam Smith cage match. I like. I first, like thinking first of time it. that sentence ever been yeah. uttered before. <laughs> I think I may have told you this already, Derek. But it's gone through our head after listening to these albums over and over, especially if you put that playlist on shuffle and listen to it is a lot of times when Grace and I are listening to it, we like to imagine when it... Because uh, also on my Spotify, I do the deal where they overlap 12 seconds, the songs do. You know mm-hmm. how that works? Like doesn't a fade in, fade out. out. Yes, exactly. So out. like Sam Smith is finishing this like sweet ballad with his angelic dissolve? voice, and then you've just got... Just like... You know, Slash is going nuts. Oh, I see what you're saying. And we oh, that's like, and so one time we were driving. I don't know where, but the entire way it, it was, was like somewhere in Fort Worth. Yeah, tour eighteen. Yeah. And we were like, oh, like we like to mm-hmm. imagine they're on stage. Yes. And Axel and Slash were just like, go to Sam, like get off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> we're up. <laughs> Sam goes running off the stage. Do you know how many models I dated back yes. in the nineties? Sam but then Smith. Somehow Sam tricks them. You know, and sneaks yeah, back up on the stage. Because sure. yeah. they need to go backstage well, to do some more drugs. Models and heroin back here, yeah. guys. And they run back there. And then he comes up and he's too good at goodbyes all over again. Uh-huh. I do like when like DJs like mix two songs that you never think would work. Yes. And it would be like some type of Sam Smith, Guns N' Roses joint that together. That playlist mm-hmm. is the most... Uh, 
it just really messes. You can't do it. Every other one we've done where we've had those two albums, I will mm-hmm. shuffle it and I'll have fun with it, kind of thinking of it It'll like work. that. Yeah. These two do not go at all. Mm-mm. And I think no. a lot of it, I, and Use Your Illusion might fit a little better because there is a little bit more yeah. ballad to that, you know, or whatever. But So, uh, not I, I was a wedding DJ for a spell. Yeah. Have I told you the story? I don't think so. And it was a wedding and it just was dead. And like nobody was really getting up to dance or do anything. And they had included, I assume, I'd always ask like what songs they wanted on their playlist. So I'd always get the songs ready. Yeah. And they had an 80s hair section. Oh, wow. Like, uh, hmm. uh, um, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. But it was like songs like Guns N' Roses and Def Leppard is what I was thinking. Like a lot of those songs. So like I had already worked through all the George Strait songs, like the real like. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to entertain myself. And I played like maybe a minute and a half of like a Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard, some type of song. Yeah, yeah. And the the bride's father came up to me. He had been summoned and he was like. Kill it. Basically, he was like. That's not the scene, brother. You That's know, it was it. like you Ooh. need to take it down a notch. We're here to to dance. I'm here to dance with my daughter and stuff. What? Yes. Really weird exchange. Back to Luther pour, Vandross. It was pour some sugar on me. Is yes. what it was. <laughs> and everybody was just kind of sitting there looking, and I was just like, "Well, I've been sitting here for an hour and a half it listening on to Luther list. Vandross. It's like it's on the list. Let's it's play on the list. It's allowed." Uh, did we? Hmm. Is it too early to announce our idea of being funeral DJs and starting that business? Wait, what? <laughs> we so, have this idea. Grace and I, and this has been a long time in the making, and Dylan. Mm-hmm. And Dylan. And Maddie's in too. Might as well be. Yeah, look at her. Well. She's just sitting over the there. Unicorn. The She's unicorn. Like, it's not really my idea. Yeah. <laughs> She's distancing right <laughs> if it, now. If, yeah. if this idea stinks, it's not really yeah. my idea. <laughs> uh, we've always thought, that it takes a very special approach with a funeral mm-hmm. to where you have to embrace the life, right? Okay. And celebrate the life. Okay. But I th- and I think a DJ. So you're a celebration, life celebration DJ. Well, yeah, but you got to do it right. Got to be respectful. You've got to play some of the, you know, something that would kind of be like that look back, but then it also then mm-hmm. has to just go. It ends up with ludicrous always. It ends at ludicrous right. at some point, and everyone's just partying and having fun. Yeah. And we had a whole uh, singing the jingle for our business. I have to sing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you have a better voice than me. No, we should sing it together. Okay. I'm okay. going to let you do it, though, just so you know. Ready? I'm back out. No, I'll, <laughs> count, I'll count, count you in. Count you in. Okay. I don't, I, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe it's offensive. Oh, dear. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> This could when be the you, way I always this sing could be it. That moment, right? There's just like ask one. If it's offensive before my, you no, sing it, chances are it's there's one. There's one key word change the way that I always sing it. The way that it might be seen Your as a dad little wants offensive. To sing. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and give it to us. I really. Okay. So I'll just give you the lyrics. I'm not yeah. going to sing it. Okay. Why? Why? <laughs> the people give the people what they want. Yeah. Sing it, Grace. Come on. <laughs> no. 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 You'll have to pay for my cameo to get me to sing Okay, it. go. Give us the lyrics. Try okay. to get you guys to go on cameo, by the way. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to DJ your funeral. 
That's the. Now I definitely want it sung. (laughs) We're gonna DJ your funeral. Everybody's happy when you are dead. We're gonna DJ your. So it's not that you're dead. The key is to I not. Always, I would always sing it. I would always sing it that you're dead. Everyone's happy that you're dead. No. You have to say when you're dead. Yes. So it's not. Because don't you want them to be happy? That was the point. Yeah. And I think we you were always working happy. on follow-up lyrics. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. basically like we're singing to the person saying this is exactly what mm-hmm. you would want them so to be doing. So I guess they, they would be wanting to book us before they die. Is, yeah, we need to get people song, to like put it into their, their papers, yeah. something like that. Yeah, y'all definitely need the deposit because I think once that person <laughs> passes on, that the families you're going to get fired a lot. <laughs> you think we're just going to get to keep the deposit? <laughs> yeah, you just make it. You make yeah. it like that. Um, always, to to always get a deposit. Yeah, hold the spot. Mm-hmm. Yes. The thing I'm gonna is, let you, you have run to with do that, it Grace. on the fly, though. Yeah. Like, you don't know when somebody's going to pass. I know. You've always got to be ready. You've got to be ready. We'll like have to have a team, probably. You're like, hey, we got a breakfast club pod schedule. Oh, wait. Wait. Mrs. Johnson. Just passed. Just went <laughs> south. Gosh. <laughs> get get the yeah. Cooley High Harmony album and let's go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's get the gear. We do. Yes. Yeah. It's not. No, it probably mm-hmm. will be. Michaelis Maddie's well, in the background. Well, it'll be soon. Most of the time, right? Yeah. So Maddie we would have to mic, keep a schedule Look at her. Look, flexible. She, needs yeah, she like, really needs a mic. She's we don't paid have for all a headset. We don't have she's enough. an investor. <laughs> <laughs> she is an investor. All right. So now we are almost to 2,900 frames. What happens awesome. at 3,000? Does I think it, GarageBand stop? It probably just explodes, I would assume. Mm. We won't make it there, I don't think. Let's not make it there. Okay. Uh, Bye. <laughs> is that it? I don't know. What else? Are we done? Do you have something well, else? No, I just I had uh, was talking to somebody earlier and they had, didn't know that I, I was like, "Hey, I'm going to do a podcast." Yeah, they were like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you got to send it to me." Now I'm going to mm-hmm. get the response of, uh, "You guys had funerals, uh, DJ songs, <laughs> yeah. jingles in there." Exactly. Uh, Probably our first I came sponsor. to listen about my favorite movie, Screen. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you told stories about Bill Allen. Who is Bill Allen? Yeah. Didn't really even talk about Screen. Yeah. Who's this Coach Green? How many state championships does <laughs> <Yeah>. he have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What else do we have, Grace? Anything else coming up? I mean, we've got plenty, I Breakfast guess. Club. Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Club. Guns N' Roses, Sam Smith, Cage Match. Do I get to pick the Youth next sport? movie after yes, Breakfast Club? you do. Yeah. It is back yes. to your turn. Scream uh, didn't count on you. I have one on the top of my head, but mm. I don't know. I'm still trying to decide. We've right. gotten now that we we've watched Scream. Club. I feel like it's fine now. Like you're going to just Is keep it? doing horror movies? Oh, y- yes, totally. <laughs> like I really, might. really bad ones. Yes. <laughs> I did watch. Uh, there's this uh, movie on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, it's called Chopping Mall. It's from the mid '80s, and one of my favorite comedians uh, turned me on to it. But it's basically listen to this premise. It is uh, a mall. In basically like Midwest America, and the people they're having such a hard time with crime at the mall that they've hired this company to bring in three basically robots who would act as cops, but basically they will uh, subdue any kind of perpetrator. Yeah, but the problem is the robots go crazy, they go rogue. I and knew that was four, two couples, two teenage high school couples get caught in the mall after oh, hours. No. 
and oh, no. the robots. Basically you know who would have predicted this? Hunt them down. Oh, Dwight Schrute. Dwight Schrute. Yeah. Exactly. He would have given them a six a six foot plug, and that's it. Right. <laughs> that way, once they couldn't the go anywhere. It's like seventy minutes long. Like they're just giving you the good stuff. Yeah. Getting out of there. Nice. Mm-hmm. So chopping mall. Chopping your yeah. Halloween. It's, be. it's on Prime. I guess they it's don't have free. batteries. I don't know. I haven't finished it, but yeah. <laughs> that, it sounds good. It. I'm going to watch promising. it for Halloween. Tomorrow we're watching Chopping Mall. Chopping yeah, Mall. Yeah, it's rated R. I can't vouch for it. Like yeah. if you put kids in front of it and then bad stuff happens, it's nah. not my fault. Maddie's like, eh. Come on. I don't want to make this official, She's but advised. my choice was going to be Dazed and Confused. Ooh. What do you think about that? Love it. Sounds all right. Grace said not know anything about it. All right. She said all right. All yeah. right, all right, all right. All right also, all right. quick quick aside story. Yeah. You think anybody's listening to this at this point right now? I'm what not, do you mean? Like, like you think people still are just like, oh, my on. God, just more oh, stories. Oh, they're still going? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Someone is. I had a dream. Let's throw, let's throw a little test out there. I had a dream about the fact that I came to your house. We yeah. all did a podcast. I did a Matthew McConaughey impersonation. That's why I mentioned this, because of Days Infused. Mm-hmm. And then you guys had Coach Green on, and the entire podcast, y'all made fun of my uh, impersonation. <laughs> oh, no. And I woke up super sad. Oh, God. So oh, thanks, thank you guys for being jerks Come in my on, dream. Alan. It's all, it was all his Let's fault. put a test out there. First person that gets to this point of the podcast and messages... Either one of us, if you've got Derek, myself, or Grace as a contact, or you can email us at gendividepodcast at gmail.com. What do they get, Grace? Not a Taylor Swift autograph CD, which nobody responded with my idea. No. <laughs> was that an option? Were we supposed to get that? I was like, hey, well, yeah, great then. giveaway. Oh, yeah. And I never I got a response. That, that was reality. That wasn't a dream, and my <laughs> feelings we were really hurt. Can we do a hamster? <laughs> do we still own a hamster? Do we? Are they both dead? Wait, no. wait, what? Kanye is still alive. <laughs> hey, Kanye could y'all do the hologram alive. that Kanye got Kim for her birthday? Did you see that? No. Did you see no. the hologram? No. You know, her dad passed away a long time ago. Mm-hmm. He got her a hologram of her dad. Oh, my goodness. Talking, like giving a message. It had to millions of dollars. Talks, I don't know like, if I just like, like that. him. Yeah. And like two, like two and a half. But minutes. it just says certain things, like a Teddy Ruxpin, or can it carry a conversation? It's like a hologram. Have you seen the Tupac hologram yes. that they did? Was yeah. it Woodstock? Yeah, or uh, no, Coachella. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. And he's up there on stage for like two and a half minutes, and it, there's no telling how much it costs. Oh wow! Jeez. It's really interesting. Are you writing you Kanye it. in? What? Or have you voted already? I have voted. Oh, I did not. You did not write I did in. Not vote he for asked Kanye. you to. My favorite yes. Twitter yes, video in the last week was when they had this accidental release of, not accidental release, but they ran a test run for the elections. Did y'all see this? No. They no. had an accidental test run of uh, some election results in like one county in Kentucky, mm-hmm. and they had plugged in as fake results. Like Kanye had gotten like 30, 40% of the vote in this one county, and Kanye thought it was real. So he's got this guy, his friends out there playing basketball, and Kanye's running up saying that I'm going to the White House with these results on his phone as if they're real. What? What? I am not making that up. You can go to his Twitter account, and his that video is on there right now. Oh, man. That doesn't but it was like But it was like this accidental release of a test run for these election yeah, results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it showed they somebody as a joke had basically put that Kanye had won the majority of votes. Nice. So he was like, Goodness I'm going to the gracious. White House. Going to the White House. Awesome. 
So. Yeah, where Maddie's was that? On Twitter. Where was it? <laughs> Maddie's already on Twitter. She's on everything. Just use weird name, weird names, so we so don't we know. don't ever She's find like her. Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you drunkenly <laughs> disappoint your fans in a hot tub? Here's what we'll say: Whoever contacts one of us gets the next promotional shirt we do. Mm-hmm. Whatever what are it is. we doing? Next there is one shirt. on tap right oh, now. For real? I'm not sharing it with you guys. Wow. Because I really uh, like movie it. Movie related or something I'm not else saying related. anything else. I'm just leaving it. Just leaving it. Super. Just waiting I wear for the right my moment. rad and go out yes. shirt all the time. Yeah. And I got my Lucas shirt Sometimes on right now I wonder too, us. like, if it's, it's, you know, like some of them I've thought of, I've thought it's almost like one you wouldn't wear that often. Like, we did a bunch of hangover shirts at one point, the movie Hangover, yeah, yeah. and there's one that was Step Back Fat Jesus uh-huh. on it. And right. it's like, well, you can't really... I'm Is not going like to wear that everywhere. Is that like silhouetted, like Go Balls Out? Like yeah, skinhead? kind of. Was it kind yeah. of like that like silhouette? It's Galifianakis, and he's kind of like getting the hand put on right, his right, chest, right. pushed back. Um, I bet that was a hot seller in 2008. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so a lot of the ideas are like that. And I always think we should just print them anyways, whether you're going to wear it or not. Let's yeah, do it. Gotta have On it. On TikTok, yeah. they always tell me that that's a fantastic side hustle. Is it? Print your own shirts. Yes. Mm. I don't know. I think that hasn't they done, we hasn't done much know. for me yet. <laughs> 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 You're going to uh, put up window signage for us. Uh, we're going to dr- drive a lot of business. When I'm just hoping it's not my own window I'm having to put it on. Could we're be, all though. hoping that for our own selves. Yeah. All right, guys. I think we should wrap it up. We were over 3,100 frames now. Fun times. Make sure you watch Scream. Watch Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're going to be doing that next. You still have time to watch The Breakfast Club. Listen to Sam. Listen to Axel. Uh, How long do you think y'all will tease those two? Not much longer. Bands. Not much longer. Mm -hmm. It's got to happen soon. Just give up and quit. Uh, Poor Brian's been just like listening to Sam Smith for three weeks now. now. Why are you doing Scream before me? (laughs) He's the one that's lurking outside right now. Exactly. With the mask on. With the mask on. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) All right. Well, until next time, Derek, which may be very soon. uh, Sunday. Or it may be three months from now when we finally get around to breakfast club. No, it'll be soon. I hope that that's t-shirt day. (laughs) It'll be Mm -hmm. soon. Sunday definitely won't be t-shirt day. Um, But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. What do you got? Oh, I was just going to say, if you loved us, T-shirt day would be Sunday. (laughs) Sunday. Yeah. That would be great. That would require so much. Hey, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Great time, as always. Lots of fun. Mm -hmm. So until next time, this is Scott signing off. This is Grace signing off. 